Hi, I'm Jim Stroud, and this is my podcast. Do you know what cyberstalking is? You probably do, but just in case you do not, I will define it this way. Cyberstalking is using online technology to embarrass, threaten, or harass someone. And with so many people sheltered in place thanks to COVID-19, people with nothing to do are doing more cyberstalking. I'll tell you more about that, the traditional and new ways cyberstalking is happening, and what you can do about it. Stay tuned. Advanced security, internet freedom, complete privacy. That's what you get with NordVPN. Imagine NordVPN as a hack-proof encrypted tunnel for online traffic to flow. Nobody can see through the tunnel and get their hands on your internet data. NordVPN gives you peace of mind each time you use public Wi-Fi, access personal and work accounts on the road, or want to keep your browsing history to yourself. Try it out today. Matter of fact, you have nothing to lose with their 30-day money-back guarantee. Simply go to jimstroud.com slash secure. That's J-I-M-S-T-R-O-U-D slash secure, S-E-C-U-R-E. In fact, as a special offer to my listeners, go over to jimstroud.com slash secure and get your copy of NordVPN for 75% off. Now, this is only for a limited time, so act fast. One more time because I'm trying to look out for you. jimstroud.com slash S-E-C-U-R-E. That's jimstroud.com slash secure. Do it now. You'll be glad you did. I stumbled across an interesting article from the UK-based website, The Telegraph. Essentially, the article cited how charities were reporting that cyberstalking was on the rise during the COVID-19 lockdown when more people were online and vulnerable to hacking. Listen to this quote. Stalkers are exploiting social media and new apps like House Party to record a 26% increase in harassment of victims during lockdown, say charities and police. They warn that the proportion of victims being targeted online has risen to 70% as their stalkers exploit security flaws in the apps either to directly pursue them or install tracking or surveillance devices onto their phones. Veritas Justice, a Sussex-based charity supporting victims of stalking, said that the increasing times that people were spending online cooped up in lockdown had helped fuel the 26% rise in requests for help or new callers in the past six weeks. Claudia Miles, co-director of Veritas Justice, said House Party, a social conferencing app popularized by lockdown, had been cited by victims as had a new feature on Snapchat for friends of friends to join a group as well as even games consoles. 
Another UK website, The Guardian, reported on the same trend too. Here's a quote from one of their articles. Stalking support services and police forces have recorded a surge in perpetrators turning to online tactics to harass their victims during the coronavirus lockdown. Paladin, a national stalking advocacy service, and the Susie Lamplug Trust, which runs the stalking helpline, reported a surge in cyber stalking involving social media, messaging apps, and emails in the first four weeks of the lockdown. Now, both of those quotes were from articles posted in the first week of May 2020, just to put that in perspective for you. If you were to do a keyword search on cyberstalking on Google News or DuckDuckGo, my favorite search engine, you will see what I am looking at now. A whole lot of drama. <laughs> cyberstalking is not on the decline by any means. In fact, some of the methods have gone mainstream. Have you heard of the uh, MTV show Catfishing? Hi, I'm Neve. A couple years ago, I fell in love online. Turns out my crush wasn't who I thought she was. Not only that, my brother and his filmmaking partner shot the whole thing and turned it into a documentary that was a pretty big hit. Suddenly, my inbox was exploding with emails. It felt like everyone on the internet wanted to tell me about their bizarre online Catfishing occurs on social media sites when online stalkers create fake user profiles and approach their victims as a friend of a friend or expressing romantic interest. To look more like a real person, cyber stalkers sometimes copy the profiles of existing users impersonating their identities. Now, is that the only way people tend to cyber stalk? Oh no. There are methods aplenty. Here are some quotes from NordVPN detailing various methods. Some of the ways cyber stalkers track their victims are, and here begins the quote, monitoring location check-ins on social media. If you're adding location check-ins to your Facebook and Instagram posts, you're making it super easy for a cyber stalker to track you by simply scrolling through your social media profiles. When combined together, location tag posts can indicate your behavior patterns quite accurately. Visiting you virtually via Google Maps Street View is another way that cyber stalkers track you. If a cyber stalker discovers their victim's home address, all they have to do is open Google Maps and type it in. By using Street View, they can exactly see how your home looks without even stepping into your neighborhood and drawing attention. Cyber stalkers can also virtually research your environment surrounding houses, cameras, and alleys to get a sense about the neighbors. Another way that cyber stalkers track you? Hijacking your webcam. Hijacking a computer's webcam is one of the creepiest methods cyber stalkers use to invade their victim's privacy. 
Creepers would try to trick you into downloading and installing a malware-infected file that would grant them access to your webcam. Another way? Installing stalkerware. Another increasingly popular and menacing way perpetrators keep tabs on their victims is by using stalkerware. This is any type of legitimate software or spyware that can be used to monitor someone's activities through their device. It can track your location, make audio recordings, and enable access to your text and browsing history. In one more way, looking at geotags to track your location. Internet stalkers love geotags, and for a good reason. Every digital picture you take may contain geotags, which are pieces of metadata revealing where and when the photo was taken. Now, these tactics for cyberstalking are probably familiar to you. Perhaps you've seen them on TV or in a movie or been the unfortunate recipient of them. Well, if these were not bad enough, there are now new ways cyberstalkers are tracking their victims. I'll share them with you um, after this. DuckDuckGo is a search engine just like Google, and its main focus is users' privacy. If you have ever used this search engine, you already know what it can do for you. Now, whether you are a new DuckDuckGo user who is trying to learn what all this site can do, or you are someone who has already been using the site for some time, learning some of the search tips for this famous search engine will not hurt. Go to www.jimstroud.com free to download the free ebook, 12 DuckDuckGo search tips you should know to boost productivity. Again, go to www.jimstroud.com free to download the free ebook, 12 DuckDuckGo search tips you should know to boost productivity. Do it now. You'll be glad you did. This podcast is sponsored by Superpass, the go-to software for out-the-box content websites and mobile apps. With the Superpass platform, you can create your own branded website and native mobile apps to host your digital content, subscribers, and more. Do you have quality content that you want to share with the world in a beautiful and intuitive site? If so, then Superpass can provide the tech solution for you. Hold all your digital content in one place, your brand, your way. Check out superpass.app. That's S-U-P-A-P-A-S-S dot app. The Weinberger Divorce and Family Law Group posted an article recently called Four New Ways Abusers Are Cyberstalking in 2020 and What You Can Do to Protect Yourself. I'll link to it from my website, jimstroud.com. I highly recommend reading the full article. For now, I'll just uh, offer a few quotes. Cyber Stalking Tool, Your Car Everything these days is connected to some kind of smartphone app, including newer model cars that offer owners the opportunity to check on their vehicle at any time via a PC, smartphone, or tablet. For example, if you buy a new Acura, the manufacturer touts that your vehicle's vital statistics are easily accessed. 
Uh, GPS tracking and Find My Acura are available, and diagnostics can be run on command, all from your fingertips via a series of apps. Most car manufacturers, including Buick and General Motors, BMW, Honda, Cadillac, Chrysler, Volvo, Mercedes, and Land Rover offer similar apps. How you can protect yourself? If you know or strongly suspect that your car is connected to an app that is being used abusively as a tool of stalking, report this activity to the police. You can make a report to the police and they may be able to help you obtain app store records to see if any such app was ever placed on the abuser's phone and the amount of use the app has had. As part of any restraining order issued, deleting any such app may be part of the order. Upwards of 30%, that's 30% of stalking cases involve GPS tracking. If you have an older car, ask a skilled mechanic to check your car over small GPS trackers that can be affixed almost anywhere on a car. New cyber stalking tool, smart gadgets. High-tech doorbells, garage door openers, thermostats, streaming music devices, fitness trackers, refrigerators, and even internet-enabled toys, any device or gadget that can be operated remotely through apps can be used as a tool of surveillance, stalking, and harassment. How to protect yourself. Most gadgets can be disabled through reset buttons and or changing a home's Wi-Fi password. Before you bring a new smart gadget into your home, Read up on cybersecurity and what you need to do to keep your gadgets safe from interference. Save the box and information booklet in case you need any serial numbers and can refer to the instruction manual to correctly program the gadget for extra security. And this next tip is specific for people in a uh, interesting divorce situation. New cyber stalking tool, smartphones given to kids. Your ex has been combative with you overpaying child support, which is why you are surprised to find out that your child has been given a shiny new iPhone. Your ex says a smartphone is a way to more easily stay in touch with your child's everyday life. This could be the truth. Or the smartphone may be a hiding in plain sight tracking tool. Don't ignore red flags. If there is a tracking app or spyware on the phone, the phone could spike really high data usage, as is fairly common for such apps to use GPS and roaming data to monitor the phone's location and ping back to the app. Does the phone's battery run down a lot quicker than it should and stay warm even when idle? Does the phone screen remain lit when you try to turn the screen off or light up when you're not doing anything? Do other apps on the phone run slower than expected? Are unfamiliar applications running in the background? Does it take forever to shut down? Are you running into exes, and rather your ex, more unexpectedly than usual when you are out with your child? All of these could be warning signs that your child's new phone is actually a tracking device. How to protect yourself. As a quick fix, turn the phone's cell data off when your child is not using it. This will disable most apps on the phone. 
And when in doubt, you can also simply give the smartphone back and provide alternate means of communication, such as a set time to Skype using your computer, or you can provide a dumb phone that only has the most basic phone and text functions. That article I quoted has even more tips like that. I'm going to link to it and add even more resources on my blog concerning this issue because there's a lot more to be said. In the interim, while you are doing all you can to protect yourself from the COVID-19 coronavirus, don't forget that there are other security measures you should also be considering. If you love what you heard, hate what you heard, or don't know what you just heard, I want to know about it. You can leave a comment concerning this podcast on my website at www.jimstroud.com. In addition to finding source material and related information for this podcast episode, you'll find other goodies that I hope will make you smile. And if you have not already, please subscribe to my website. Your continued support keeps this podcast train chugging down the track. Bonjour. This is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. I'm Andrew Pryor, and every week I bring you the wonderful and fabulous people involved in French food, whether they're here in France like me or from around the world. Each week, we dive into a specific topic, be it a French dish, an ingredient, or a French cuisine cooking technique. My guests are all about French food, so come join me on Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. Bon app.